2: Adjacent.
3: You're listening to the Sports Adjacent.
0: Okay, I like that. I just learned something new today. Adjacent.
3: With Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey on the House of L Network.
4: We're doing everything I dreamed of as an adjacent.
5: I know I'm gonna sound old when I say this, and I that's fine. That's like nearly everything. It, okay, all right. But like, young people don't know how to talk to other people anymore. That's a fair assessment. And it's amazing how often I run into this in customer service situations, like at a Starbucks. Mm -hmm. Like you're always inconveniencing them by coming in there and ordering some coffee. Yeah. Which I I thought is what they came there to do that day was to give you some coffee in exchange for money. If you want, if you need like a a place to be alone and undisturbed and quiet and like read a book or something, the, the cashier at a Starbucks, the cashier counter at a Starbucks is the place to do that no one will bother you no one will come up to you and ask you what do you want sir you will have a lot of time to yourself while they deal with the drive through and mobile orders but i can't even tell you how many times like a a young person in a customer service situation will they'll sometimes most of the time probably help me with something but they will not they won't speak to me mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah like, right, I so like i'll ask somebody like hey where do i find this and they'll send me oh you need to go ask so and so you know just down you know a couple of uh, kiosks down or whatever and you go down and you explain to the person what you want and they just look at you <laughs> and then they do whatever you want and give it to you and take your money and everything. But they, no words are exchanged.
3: Yeah. It's, uh, it's no, it's funny. There's been a continual acknowledgement that people need money, but then when they actually have the job to attain the money, it's like, this is only a means an end, my guy. I don't care about anything. And I constantly have this conversation with my wife. It was like, Hey, nobody asked y'all to work there. You know? <laughs> you you applied to work at McDonald's or Starbucks and or Target or whatever. It's like, ca- I didn't ask you to work there.
5: It's crazy how much it stands out when all someone has to do to be like qualifying as good customer service to me is they just they just have they just carry on a conversation with you yeah. for thirty seconds. Very low bar. But like like if you go to a Starbucks and you order a drink and it comes back wrong, mm-hmm. you take you'll go up to the counter holding your drink and no one will say anything. Yeah, they'll just look at you they won't be like oh you've brought your drink back what's going on they'll just look at you
3: and and, and they'll lie to your face this happened recently my wife wanted some coffee by my parents house we stopped by the Dunkin Donuts Uh, the order was wrong we both tasted it this is not what she ordered we brought it back and they were like oh no we put it in there and just lied to me right in my face and it's like you know what I'm not in any mood to deal with being lied to directly in my face by a child Uh, but you know maybe that's (laughs) practice for you know (laughs) right yeah you have some more of that coming (laughs) probably
5: right yeah my my favorite is like you'll hand them a drink that they've made wrong at one of these places and they'll they'll just their only response will be like oh and then they'll take it Mm -hmm. and you don't know what's going on you don't know if they're you don't know five minutes go by and then they hand you another drink Mm -hmm. you have no idea like what was going on there. was i waiting or were you just did you just walk off like where's the it's so simple to just be like Oh, sorry about that. I'll fix it for you. Mm-hmm. I think, I, you know, maybe it's like what you're saying, like attitudes about working and stuff like that. Some of these jobs, I, they're probably not fun. Right. I, I hear you. But also, I think like that age group has grown up texting and DMing and like they, they may not Being know how to speak of
3: emotion and emotional intelligence.
5: Yeah. All their relationships are online. Yeah. Even like with family members, they're texting. So like, mm-hmm. they don't know how to hold down even a brief conversation with yeah. people.
3: They're going to be disadvantaged trying to get these jobs out of here.
5: Or maybe we will, the though. Big jobs. Maybe we will. Maybe in the future, like, you're not walking up to the counter at Starbucks. You're texting in your order or something.
3: Fair.
5: Or maybe you just think it and the computer chip in your mind tells them. I don't like that. Yeah. Welcome to Sports Jason. I'm Jason Leisure, I'm in with Tony Gill, our producer. What's going on, Tone?
3: Not much. Just being
5: lit. Just being lit that's all he does he just walks around being lit uh being lit on a Tuesday uh Russ is out of town this week but we've put together another really good best of for you we got eight segments mm-hmm. that we dug up from the archives to play for you guys uh Tony Gill by the way is brought to you by sheets and giggles I am you can go to sheetsgiggles.com s a and get 23 percent off everything and that includes the sheet set Tone, you got the sheet set on your bed right now, I bet.
3: Oh, yeah.
5: What, co- what color?
3: <laughs> uh, I got the uh, cool gray. Okay. Like, like Jordan 11, cool gray.
5: All right. I got the dark navy blue sheet set on. And the sheet set, if you don't have this, if you don't already have this, then you don't know. It's 100% eucalyptus. It's silky smooth. And it keeps you cool at night. You're not going to wake up in a puddle of sweat when you're sleeping in the sheet set from Sheets and Giggles. So go to sheetsgiggles.com slash S-A, use our link, they automatically apply a 23% discount. Sports Adjacent is also brought to you by BetMGM. You can download the BetMGM app and get this deal with our promo code ADJACENT1000. They will pay you back in free betting credits up to $1,000 if your first bet loses. So go to BetMGM, start your account, place a bet on a baseball game or whatever's going on, and if you win, great. If you don't, they will pay you back. That amount in free future betting credits, up to a thousand dollars. Just uh, go to betmgm.com, download the BetMGM app, and use our promo code Adjacent1000. Tone, um, our first segment that we have here is you picked this one out. Mm-hmm. I have not heard this since we did it. Why are you? Why are we all about to listen to you reading Meg the Stallion, Megan the Stallion lyrics?
3: Whoa. Uh, actually, this is a shout out to, to you, Jason. You were a fan of the couple of Party Fontaine. Party Fontaine. And uh, Meg the Stallion. And I guess you wanted to just throw it in
5: there and have Tony Gill
3: with glasses. I think they were the ones that,
5: they went on vacation somewhere mm-hmm. tropical. Mm-hmm. And he was drinking out of a glass, just like a normal glass, like mm-hmm. what anybody has in their cabinet. Mm-hmm. And the glass, he was resting the glass mm-hmm. on her on her behind. Yes. The way you would set it on a shelf. Yes. Yeah. That's I happened. think he was drinking out of it. Yeah, out of the a straw that yeah. was in the glass that was mm-hmm. on top of the shelf. I don't think
3: they're it anymore.
5: You guys have have alleged that before, but I don't know.
3: Unless he was, unless she, they got us some type of agreement. Uh, the last thing I saw her at, she was booed up with a with an international soccer star. All
5: right. Well, we're gonna play Tony reading these lyrics, and uh, we will while you're listening to that do some research and get you the latest. On Meg and Party Fontaine, you know, are you familiar with Megan the Stallion? Oh, oh, am I? Megan the Stallion ends up in these rundowns so much. No, her, but and her,
4: her, uh her boyfriend, who you love, Party Fontaine. There you go. I have not checked this week to see if they're still together. They, they were last time I checked. Okay, good. after after that
5: scare we had, yeah, after you guys Ooh, we were spreading false off. information. Hey, man, that's what the internet yeah. said, <laughs> right? Uh, There's a fashion designer, a fashion designer, I believe it's pronounced Muggler. It's either Mugler or Muggler. I think it's Muggler. Uh, And they've teamed up with Megan the Stallion on a pair of jeans. And these jeans are uh, missing big parts of the leg, both legs, and pretty much missing the entire butt. So uh, there isn't much to these jeans. These jeans are basically just like a zipper and belt loops and maybe some strips of fabric. Um, A very quick look, uh, very quick, very quick look. Uh, at the at the website for Muggler and the jeans they sell shows that these are probably going for like about seven hundred dollars. Uh, let's do some research. Well, Russ. Anyway, I know that you. Uh, I know that the Tony reading segments have been uh, grating on us a little bit lately. But I think you'll enjoy this one because uh, every now and then I listen to B ninety six just to see what the young people are up to, just to see what mm-hmm. they're listening to. And I happen to catch Megan The Stallion's uh, hit song that's out right now called. Uh, the Sweetest Pie, and I think you'd like to hear a little bit of that. Okay.
1: And now, Tony
0: Gill reads.
5: Whose glasses are those? Those are not your glasses. Fellas, How y'all doing tonight? Late
3: night. Oh, he sounds so seductive. <laughs> I think you need to clear your throat. What are you oh, doing? <coughs> Get a lozenge. What's up, guys? How y'all doing? Tony Gillow's glasses back I'm, again.
4: I'm I'm doing well. Tony Gillow's glasses just looking at these uh, Megan the Stallion Mugler
3: jeans. Mm. Mm. Man the Stallion. Oh man, I gotta read this. Yes. All
2: right,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Tony. You can't say that. That body looking nice. I got cake. And I know he wants yep. slice.
2: <laughs>
5: I wish. Oh, I wish he I would. T- try- I told you you'd like this, Russ. This is payback for all the reading segments he's sabotaged. <laughs> I, Make I him wish- read some
3: Megan Thee Stallion lyrics. <clears throat> I wish. I wish she would try to put me on ice. I ain't never have to chase a bleep in my life. I assume that was penis.
5: <laughs> I want that NASCAR?
3: That freaky stuff. Live under my bed and keep me up. That Hansel and Gretel, let them eat me up. Uh 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 uh.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh
4: my gosh, that was fantastic.
5: All right, Tone, you've done some producing. Yes. You looked into the uh, Megan Thee Stallion and, and Party Fontaine relationship. Mm-hmm. And?
3: Uh, it's saying that she went to a wedding with soccer player Romelu Lukaku.
5: Okay. And we know that that's a romantic relationship. Where did you find this? Uh,
3: Was this- the Theinternet.com.
5: Okay, so you just Googled this. Yes. And the first result that came up, that, that must be true? The very first is it, one. Is it is the Wall Street Journal? Or is it even like TMZ? TMZ is fairly reputable on these matters. Capital Extra. Capital Extra. Yes, with a capital X. <laughs> the word extra is spelled X-T-R-A? Yes. All right. I would say generally if anything you're looking at has the word extra and it's spelled X-T-R-A, mm-hmm. you're not you're not looking at a credible news source. Well, what about the cut? I don't know about that either, but it sounds better. Okay. It doesn't have a misspelled word in its title. Okay.
3: Well, People Magazine reported Megan Stallion attends wedding with soccer player Romelu Lukaku.
5: Okay. Well, People Magazine, that's probably reputable on that. Okay. On that. Please don't start treating People Magazine as like news, but okay. it is probably news on that front. All right. All right. This next segment is perfect. This next segment is uh, you. There's two things that happen in this that I love. You refer to Red Lobster as I think the the pinnacle of fine dining. Absolutely, Red Lobster is good. I like Red Lobster. It's fire like once a year I'll go to a Red Lobster. Yeah. And now they sell the uh, biscuits, mm-hmm. the mix for the biscuits at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you also introduce us to the way that you order chicken tenders. The yes, two sir. ways that you order chicken tenders. Yes, chicken tenders and chicken tendies. Chicken tendies.
3: You know
5: yeah. Do you ever order? Do you really order it like that at a restaurant? Oh yeah. What? Okay, you really do. All right. Chickadee tendas ha- and chicken tendies have become staples of our house. Mm-hmm. Because my kids my kids adopt a lot of things you say. All right. And that's one of them that they now that is how they always refer to chicken tenders or chicken nuggets as chickadee tenders. They must be pretty cool. They try to do their Tony Gill voice. Mm-hmm. They'll always call it that. They'll tell they actually'll say, What do you guys want for dinner? And the kids will both say, Chickadee tendas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see Lawrence sent us a text that we can't he, – he he wants Tony to stop calling himself littest producer in the game because uh, Red Lobster used it in an ad? Yeah, man. That their steak and lobster is lit? Yeah. yeah I don't know how I feel about that. It's like just uh,
3: – Red Lobster was already going down. You, you remember when Red Lobster – It was the pinnacle. It was the pinnacle. The of fine dining. Well, well, no, I don't. You, I don't know if that. Well, no, I, don't tell, tell, that tell, ever, I don't
4: know about all that. That might have been a dream you had, but because here's nah, here's what nah. here's tone. I'm a to but up. I'm I'm a back you for a split second because I think for certain people, Red Lobster was a lot better in the '90s, early thousands, right? Mm-hmm. Cheddar biscuits,
5: uh, oh, ultimate feast, so
4: good. all the, so still, good.
5: still good. Depending on which I one like, other. I like Red Lobster, Russ. Like. One to two times a year, I still like to. I still like to eat a red lobster like once or twice in a year because so, the biscuits. Man, how many of those biscuits do you think you could put down if you didn't have to worry about your body? Oh, easily a dozen. A dozen, if, mm. like nothing. The well, <laughs> yes, Starting point on the conversation is a dozen. Yes, a dozen.
1: <laughs> easily, the, first, well, the first
5: nine of them would be while they're still hot and they would literally yes. just dissolve in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Like you, would how, how come, be drinking them? How come they don't have that as
3: a eating contest? You know how many people be signing up for that, bro? I'd sign up.
4: <laughs> I go run run a few miles and then go to the b- Biscuit contest. But I will say this: so I don't. I, I think tone for a lot of other people, people would go to like actual seafood restaurants. I think some people would view Red Lobster as a uh, the McDonald's of seafood establishments. Now, uh, you know, but I I think I think you're right. However. Your perception is someone that isn't, uh, doesn't go across the board because you just went to your first steakhouse like two years ago.
5: So, your Four opinion, Tony, there was yeah. no, just okay. So, your Russ opinion is, is kind is, of tarnished here. Russ, no, no, is being, not, uh, not, Russ is being a little bit mean, but he's not wrong. He's not wrong. It's a little, you know, how's that mean? Well, it's not the nicest thing well, it's to say. But in Russ's defense, you just referred to Red Lobster. Red Lobster, it's and fine dining. Was fine he called dining. it fine dining. They don't even you know what I mean. That. They would never you know
3: play what I mean. What, what I'm saying, I don't think that now. I'm saying back in the day, your parents weren't taking you to the Red Lobster. That was a date for them. I, okay, their, all right. Them, okay. This is That's them. a, that's I'm a good you. clarification,
5: Russ. That helps. No, that makes sense now. Now I understand what he was saying. I'm with Tom. Red Lobster was like a special treat, basically. Yes.
2: Yeah, I'll give him that. that. I'll give him that.
5: As a child. And and you're correct. Yes, Yes. that's right. Agreed. Uh, Going to like even a Chili's or an Applebee's as a kid was like, you know, a big deal.
4: Um, When's the last time y'all went to an Applebee's? When's the last time y'all went to a uh, Red Lobster?
5: I, I can't. I don't know. But I usually go like once. I probably went sometime in 2021. I probably went. There was probably some road trip that I was on for work. And I was in some place that I don't really have anything I like to do there, like Cincinnati or whatever. And was like, you know what? Tonight would be a good night to have some red lobster. And I probably shoveled down, you know, six plus of those biscuits in addition to whatever I got. That's how you that's how you conserve the cost. Keep bringing the biscuits. Oh, I'll
3: take the the little chicken chickadee tenders. You feel me? That'll in some water. We all good. I just saved me a bunch of money. Did you call them the chickadee tenders? Yeah. Really? so you're, you're chicken tendies you know so, you, so
4: you're definitely so we already say you're seven years old but you ordering chicken tenders at a seafood restaurant um <laughs> that's wild the last time i went to eat, it really is so he's right.
5: the last time calling, I went, and i bet you he'd still order him as chickadee tender what did you yes. say
4: he would 100% say, tell the waitress, um, can
5: I get some chickeny tenders?
4: And he would say it like that.
5: <laughs> and she would, be, she would just look at him quizzically and he'd be like, you know,
4: yeah, and she'd be like, um, do you mean chicken tenders? And she'd
5: be like,
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my
5: God. In, my, in my house, we spent a whole weekend a few weeks ago saying that to each other, just all mimicking that. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't even get a handle on what accent that is, or it's just this weird Tony thing. I can't imitate it. Uh, I'm not going to keep trying to. I
4: yeah. find myself saying it in his voice
3: throughout the
5: day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> you
5: also hear me do that church it all, that almost sounds like a canadian accent Yeah, canadian
4: uh, minnesota
5: yeah yeah we can High, dig more yeah. into red lobster or uh as i call it the lob once we get the show going but i or like to hit lob. the lob. well what else would you call it red lobster you can call it the lob if you can call something chickadee tenders i can call it the lab. <laughs> well, i
3: wouldn't do that either you didn't do neither yes that's fair too well have fun with words guys you
4: guys
5: yeah, are
3: smiths. Right. have fun with them yeah. i can't write chickadee tenders in an article tone
5: sorry that'd be dope I, if you could i'm teaching my kids to say that though at least <laughs> that's going to become another weird tony gill inside joke that has um like you know spread into my house <laughs> All right, this next one, Russ hates this story, but, and he's going to get mad when he listens to this again. But I love this story of Russ's mom, Tone, taking him and his brother to what they thought was going to be summer camp. And she said it was camp S E H Bs. And if you have not heard this story yet, I don't want to spoil it for you. So we're just going to play it. Did you guys ever go to camps in the summer? There's camps where they send you for the day. Parents a lot of times use this as like uh, daycare, I think. In fact, I know several parents who do use this as day. Oh yeah, we'll sign you up for camp all summer. And it just so happens the camp is Monday through Friday, nine to five every day. But there's also sports camps, there's sleepaway camps. Did you do any of that, Russ, as you were a kid?
4: <sighs> he, no. Is the No is the short answer. No.
5: Not, 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 no camp through church, no camp through Based
4: Bible, school. nothing vacation Bible school don't count. Tom. no, that doesn't count because one, because one, I didn't want to go. <laughs> that's, that's the first and foremost. Let's the start there. I didn't want to go Two, uh, no, I, I didn't. Me and my brother never went off to sleepaway camp, really. I'd gone to some camps through like my school during the year, but like nothing in the summertime when most kids are at camp, right? So <sighs> should I tell this story? I think no, you should. I think I should too. Yeah. Uh, mom, I just want you to know before I tell the story you did this to yourself.
5: All right. So Wow, that's that's like that's your motto in life right now. Huh? Yeah. I, zero so. compassion for anyone. You did this zero. to yourself. She did. Yeah. She do you did. have is it, that like do you have that as like an auto type on your phone you just start typing Y O U, the rest of it just finishes. Did you this did this to yourself, yourself? yes. <laughs> like on the emails. All right, all right. All right, all right so. so it's fun fun to have you for a friend. My,
4: so sorry, I think sorry. I was I was around uh, I was might have been in the fifth grade. Uh, so normally in the summertime, my brother and I would, before we got old enough to stay home by ourselves, we would go over to my grandma's house during, every day during the summer while my, while my parents were at work. Like my mom worked in the burbs, and then uh, my dad worked in the city, and so then. After a while, me and my brother were like, eh, you know, we're getting older now. I was probably in fourth grade. Uh, my brother is three years older than I am. He's in like in the seventh grade, and we didn't really want to go to grandma's house anymore. And so we get to a point where we're like, yeah, this should this should be the last. We should be done with grandma's house. And so we had been lobbying for years, Mom, Dad, please, let us go to camp. Let us go to camp. All our friends are at camp. Let us go to camp. And they were like, no, we can't do camp. And they were like, oh, we hit it here. Like, we obviously wouldn't say that in front of them. But, like, you get mad when you can't go to camp with your friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so then the one year my mom goes, we were like, Mom, summer's here. Can we go to camp? And my mom was like, I'm sending you guys to SEHBs. And me and my brother, right? Me and my brother look at each other and like, "Ooh, what is that?" She's like, "Oh, it's a really cool camp, SEHBs. You guys are really going to enjoy yourself, SEHB." So, my brother and I really excited. We're getting all ready. She's like, "You guys are going to go on Monday." We're like, "Oh, this is great! Finally, years of asking, years of lobbying, we finally get to go to camp." But this camp, SEHBs. So, this pre Google anything. So, we're just. I'm hoping my mom's not. Sending us off, but it's whatever. We're not even thinking about it.
5: You didn't ask any questions. Like, what are we gonna do then? I was trusting that my parents just finally got a yes, and you just yes got a yes,
4: and we were we had been waiting for that moment forever. All right, Monday comes. Me and my brother, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, seven a.m. in the summertime. So you knew we were excited. Get all our stuff. Get our book bags. Get in the car. My mom was like, "You guys ready to go to Sehbs?" We're like, "Hooray!" This is where the bullshit starts We start driving
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> We start driving And uh, about five minutes into the drive I'm like, oh, this must be like a local camp All right, cool, I'm, nothing, nothing wrong About ten minutes into the drive I'm like, this feels strangely similar to The way we take to go to grandma's house Oh, no. And then five minutes after that We literally pull up in front Of my grandma's house And I look at my brother My brother looks at me My mom looks back in the backseat and like Welcome to SEHBs oh, And no. it wasn't until that moment That me and my brother realized That my grandma's initials was Sarah Elizabeth Hints Beasley <laughs> SEHBs the face me and my brother made at each other was like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> we were so angry. Oh yeah. I if we had if we could have cursed back then, we would have cussed my mom smooth <laughs> out. Even though we would have lost our lives that day. We were so pissed off. We get out of this car. We didn't even say love you bye. We just got out, oh, slammed the door closed, go to grandma's house, and to this day. Me and my brother never let my mom forget that. And she just lasted it off. And I'm like, no, mom, that was ridiculous. You should have never did that to us. So that is Russell Dorsey's camp story.
5: I'm on your mom's side on this, actually.
4: Nah, fuck that. I'm, no, mad,
2: I'm mad all, all over again.
5: Side. No, yeah. no. <laughs> No, I'm on her side because I can fill in some blanks here that you either are not are, are omitting or not I'm, remembering. Jason, I promise, I'm telling you that that whole story. You're forgetting something. I'm I sure, per- Jason.
4: Jason, I swear, to, um, uh, right here. That
5: story is a hundred percent factual and has oh, never I, been I, anything omitted. Oh, oh, I believe it. I believe it. But I th- I'm thinking there's some context here that Mrs. Dorsey would love to provide because you always I will. take her
4: side. <laughs> I'm your friend, not her.
5: I'm the parent, though. So I. But no,
4: but I she no, no, lied. I she but I can, lied.
5: I can imagine this, though. I can imagine this because that I will grant you that is a mean trick. That's mean. Yes, we tell so, her all the time. But when parents play mean tricks on their kids, it's because they've been acting like little. No, so I, I am sure I, that you had that Jason, comment all week. No, I'm Jason, sure that I, you and your brother had that. Jason, comment. I'm sure she not. was thinking all Jason, week. All right. I'm tired you know of these me. kids. And they're complaining about camp, and Jay- they're not cleaning their room, and Jason. they're being disrespectful. Jason, and now no. oh, I'm going to get them. We're going Jason. to SEHB camp. <laughs> Jay- Jason, <Yeah>. no. <laughs> no, no. Jason. When you play mean tricks like that on your no, kids, because they have it coming. Jason, because they've been asking for Jason, it. Jason, no. You
4: know, if I was, if I, if that had happened, I would tell you. I, I would give it up. But that is, that did not happen. We had asked our parents for years to have us go to camp. And the one year she says yes She puts on this bull about You're gonna go to SCHB's And we ended up at grandma's house The one saving grace is That was the last summer we spent at my grandma's house Cause I think my mom felt bad I was like damn I I didn't even let them go to camp. I just sent them in their grandma's house and renamed it. Uh, this is a mean trick. My, I'm like, I feel and my... I highly p- suspect it was warranted. That's, no, that's where it, I it go wasn't. down on this. No, it, I bet it was I bet no, it no, was. No, I, I, I promise it wasn't. No. As a parent, I'm sure that it was. I'm no, sure you I, had to that's, that's y'all problem with parenting. Y'all think a lot, but y'all don't do nothing.
3: <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> y'all yeah, do a I, lot of thinking.
3: So Jason, uh, remember the time we went out to a
5: restaurant and we watched a playoff game?
3: I think it was Boston Celtics and somebody else.
5: Yeah, we went to uh, in Oakbrook. Yeah, yeah, the poorhouse or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Food was fire. I will agree, but the overall experience, outside of you know our friendship and our laughter, was kind of mid. And it was only made worse when I made my trip to the bath, to men, to the men's restroom. Uh, it was god awful. It was very terrifying, and I was disappointed in the male species about how we leave public bathrooms.
5: Uh, I'm, what did you walk in on? Uh, uh, you got to listen to the segment. <laughs> At one point during our hangout there, Tony leaves to go to the bathroom, and he comes back, and he's just like, he's just angry. He's just shaking his He comes back from the bathroom, and I'm like, what, what? what did somebody did somebody like offend him or like what happened here he comes right. back very upset and what, what was the problem Tone you were upset with the condition of the bathroom I think
3: yeah I was upset with men I was except just all men. angry just yeah because we're disgusting okay. like we are just awful human beings who is we? men this is, this is an L for all men because it's like it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it, it was so messed up like, the the pool. Pee everywhere. Just pee everywhere. Like, tissue yep. in random places. People peeing on the tissue. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh what are we God. doing? <coughs> what are we doing as the male species? Like, again, I don't go into the women's bathroom. I don't know what it looks like. I can only say what happens when you go into a public restroom designated for men. And it's just ridiculous. Like it, I don't, I don't understand it. I will never understand it. The bowl <laughs> is fairly large. The everything <laughs> that we use to play, it is an easy uh, target to it's, hit. It's, it, it is no,
4: You could, you should be shooting ninety nine percent from the field.
3: Yeah,
5: I mean sometimes it's in in a. I mean with a urinal, it's right there in front of you. Like yes. sometimes yes. it's sometimes it's like it's the entire. It's as tall as you are. Yeah, it's all the way yes. down to the floor. I mean, you can't mess it up. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's the, the
4: one where it's like, bro, it's floor to ceiling. Like, what,
5: what are we doing here?
3: <laughs> so yeah, He's
5: right, though. He's right, and though. He, he, he has a point on this. And I can't remember ever being in a women's bathroom for any reason. But, like, I imagine that they are very clean. Uh, there's no way women live like the savages that we do. Because, man, you go into a men's bathroom anywhere, like at an airport or anywhere, it's, it is gross. And that, that's so weird because it's like, I mean... Don't you want to go into a clean bathroom? So,
4: a couple things. Yes, Tony's correct. Like dudes are when it comes to bathroom, especially ones where they don't have to go often. It's like, oh, I don't give a shit. I'm not going to come back, so yeah, I might as well pee on the floor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which is terrible, terrible logic. But like, all right. So to your point, Jason, I have been in a women's bathroom, um, and I'll. I want before everybody out there. I can't
5: wait for the story
4: behind this. Everybody out there. I was at I was at a place where it was me and, like, five other people. There was not anybody there. The person says, yo, you can go and use the women's restroom because the men's one, they're working on it. I'm like, cool, knowing there's nobody in there. And even then, I knock on the door. Hey, is anybody in there? You know, courtesy. Uh, walk in. But there's, like, there's, like, a little couch. There's, like, carpet in there, like, <laughs> It it blew my mind because it was the first time I was just like, yo, they are really balling over here in the women's bathrooms. (laughs) Because like, and and you know, for like women's bathrooms, usually wherever you go, whether it's a sporting event or somewhere else, the club, there's like a line in the women's bathroom.
3: Mm -hmm.
4: And you saw like VIP. It's like VIP, like everybody can't get in. So lay dudes just go it's in and out really quickly. But that's because dudes are pissing on the floor. So that's why it takes so, so I so quick to get in out of the men's bathroom.
5: I, I feel so bad for women anywhere where there's a shared bathroom. Like Starbucks oh, yeah. bathrooms are just, you know, oh, we, they're not designated for one or the other. And I'm like, man, this sucks for women that they're uh, gonna have to use and I and it comes up for me because as the as a guy having two daughters, like I can't tell you how many times I've taken one of my kids Into a bathroom when they were younger, and I'm like, "Oh no! Like, I I gotta, (laughs) I (laughs) I gotta clean this toilet before you use it. I gotta like get paper towels and soap from the sink, and like I gotta actually clean this thing the way I'd clean the toilet in my house before you can even get near it. And we, and when you don't, they leave. They come back with uh, poop on their shoes,
3: and you got to throw the shoes away. Yeah, I remember that. It did happen.
5: (laughs) Good callback. It's a very 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 disgusting moment on our road trip last year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
4: so. Tony, when so after you come back and you're upset about the the lack cleanliness or lack thereof of, of he was he was fuming. Hmm. Yeah, I, I've never seen Tony mad about anything like legitimately mad. Like he I could see it on, on his face. He was time. not
5: letting it go.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's also like pubes everywhere. It's like a pube contest. Like,
4: <laughs> wait, wait a wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a wait a minute. Wait. Wait a minute, Tony. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wow, I understand going to a bathroom and there's like pee everywhere. It's unfortunate. Like, I, I will give some establishments credit; they keep the things very clean. However, when you have not only um, urine but pubes on the floor, that that's uh, that's something totally different. Like, I, what what was going on in these I said, bathrooms?
3: Man, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe there's an increase in hair loss in men uh, in the southern region, but. Dude, sure. Dur- like, yeah, during he, the pandemic, I've heard of like this. It's like a contest. is like, oh, I was here. I will leave this here now. It's like, yo, like that's nasty. I, just, I I don't understand men sometimes. And being a man, it's like, why do, why are men, why are men I hear
4: that a lot. You hear that a lot these <laughs> days, and and it's it's a fair question. Uh uh, from our female counterpart, they they say that often, and, and you can't. As a dude who, I don't speak for the rest of the group. I speak for me, and then I, you just have to agree. You're like, yeah, yeah, nasty. But here's my thing: as a as a guy in that situation where you like. Who says, you know what? I need to shave my pubes and go down to the sports bar real quick. <laughs> Get it done. Get it I done. Know, like eat that's a burger. what's happening. That can't be what's happening. He said it like, Tony said it like there was Man. like just
3: somebody right. just manscaping at the sports bar. It like was, it was a it was snowfall. A museum, like a collection. Yes. Of everybody who had once a, you know, enjoyed that bathroom. It was, it was, and it was at a nicer restaurant, right, Jason? Like, it. It, it, was like a a, nicer- it was an
5: upscale, uh, it was in Oak Brook, it was the old town poorhouse, uh, kind of like an upscale sports bar, it's trying to be at least, but it uh, doesn't really feel like it. it when you, I didn't know all of this, Russ, because he came back and he's like, man, I'm going to have to go off on this on the show sometimes. So I was like, all right, well, don't tell me now, I don't want to hear it now. And also, a like, Wait,
3: wait, wait, wait a minute, so
4: you waited? You didn't want to so find he, out why, at all why he was mad. I also didn't want to hear all the details
5: about the bathroom when I had food in front of uh, me. Oh, okay,
4: so you knew you knew, you knew it was the bathroom, but you were just like, just yeah. Singing. I
5: knew that's what he was mad about. Yes. Okay. And I knew he had yeah. a whole thing about the bathroom.
4: And, yeah. and- <laughs> it, made, it made it sound like he was super pissed off. Like, don't tell me why you're mad. I just want to find out on this
3: show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, and, and I, I guess it doubled down because our our waitress wasn't all that great either. Like, I thought she was kind of whack. Like I mean, the food was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my time with Jason, but like just the bathroom and then our waitress was just not good. This is this is my review. I'm not of, writing it down. Uh, okay, okay. This, this is my review. Be better.
5: Gotcha. Now that's your review of all men or using the restrooms. Is that what you're talking about, or the re- or the place we went? Yes.
0: Okay. Both. Okay.
1: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You and
5: I both own dogs. Well, you previously did, I guess. Yes. Like your parents still have the dogs. You don't have one in your new place. Correct. With your wife. Does your wife, is your wife wanting to get a dog? Are you yeah. wanting to get yeah, a she, dog? Yeah, she wants a dog. We okay. actually thought about So, so she, you guys are going to get a dog at some point. Eventually. Time. You got to deal with this baby coming first. Yeah. Get settled with that. I have a dog. I wouldn't call myself a dog person. Russ has neither. Doesn't have a dog. Not a dog person. And Russ has had enough of people treating dogs like they're something other than dogs. By carrying them around, (laughs) putting them in strollers, and mouth-to-mouth kissing them.
3: (laughs) Shout out to Gustavo Vega on Twitter who tagged us all in a a video of what uh, a, a licking dog uh, is, is in terms of germs have have in their room. So,
5: it is, I think it's weird. I have a dog. I am not really a dog person, but I like our dog. I'm I pet the dog all the time, mm-hmm. but I'm not letting that dog lick me in the mouth. Yeah, I don't, in I, the mouth is wild. What? Why You're would a I, Wild boy, a wild What are girl? you doing? If
3: you let your dog do that. Like I love my dog, and I'll let them lick my face maybe once. And I'll just go wash my face, but in the mouth, though, that's crazy.
5: I'm not even letting my dog lick me in the face on purpose. I mean, sometimes it happens. If, if I'm, like, anything. sitting there in a chair and the dog mm-hmm. kind of sneaks up behind me and licks me on the side of the mm-hmm. face, okay.
3: Like you can get mad at a dog expressing no, love.
5: No, I wouldn't ever get mad at the dog, but I don't want, I don't, there are people, they're not, they're not, like, surprised by this tone. Like, they want it. <laughs> they, they want they're it. They're getting down mouth, like, nose to nose level, like, Get all up in there with that tongue, dog. All up in my teeth. There's people getting a full dental appointment from their dog. All right, so I come on
4: this podcast each week, and I know it. it, it, sometimes it might come off like I'm a dog hater. I'm really not, but the people that own dogs make me angry a lot of the time. Uh, And so I'm coming up the elevator at my building, right? Just go to get the mail. We had some packages, and... um. When I was downstairs, I see a a lady, her um, significant other and a baby carrier, but I'm behind them. And so I was just like, Mm -hmm. oh, man, like, yeah, it's a a baby um, in there. And so Mm -hmm. then the elevator comes down to the first floor. I get in first. I hit my floor. Then the lady gets in. She hits their floor. And then the guy gets in uh, with the stroller. And so I'm expecting to look down and see a beautiful baby in the stroller. But to my surprise, when I look up after looking at my phone and look over, I see not a baby, but a dog. (laughs) When I tell you the temperature in my body increased at least 10 degrees. Here's my thing, bro. The good Lord wouldn't have given dogs four legs to not walk. So why then do we have to put them in a stroller like they are a toddler and push them around?
5: That would be jarring if you thought you were about to look. at I literally, I literally a thought I was going to see a beautiful baby and yeah. I looked at a dog. There would be a, a split second there where you thought you were looking at some kind of like dog baby, like the old National Enquirers at the checkout.
4: Tony, go ahead and say what you wanted to say, because I know what you're going to say.
3: I mean, what if you? What if it was a baby, and it just so happened to be? Look, every baby is it.
5: It's Tony. Shut up. No. I, I'm just saying. We all. Can't I didn't be realize kids. people did that in Chicago. I thought that was almost exclusively like a Miami and Los Angeles thing because I've seen it often in both of those places. I've not really seen that in Chicago. Is that that's just a thing now? That's what everybody does. Jason, that, I, do they sell strollers specifically for dogs, or do you? Get a baby Jason, stroller I Jason,
4: in. I promise you that I've seen that stroller for a child. Large stroller. Okay. I'm like, beautiful lady, handsome enough dude, and stroller. And I get in thinking I'm gonna see a kid and I see a dog. I was so outdone. They get <laughs> off the elevator, they even they said bye, and I'm gonna say goodbye. But it's just like they have a dog with legs like if the dog didn't have legs or the dog had an effed up leg that's one thing but bro dog had four legs and you're pushing around the stroller
3: community members
4: they were not here we go here we go that's the
5: the question i thought he was gonna ask first tony for any part of the audience that doesn't understand what you mean by that why what what why are you asking that every time
3: Oh, I just got every
5: story we talk about. Temperature check on the on the community. Temperature,
3: see see if things are changing or shifting in a way that that I don't notice. But uh, no, 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 it's still the same. Still, still the same.
4: All right, so we're here now, so I'm just going to go into it. Um, so I, another thing I've seen is people painting dogs' claws. Oh yeah, yeah, I don't like this either. Uh, you explain to me because
5: I feel like I'm, I'm hating. See, um, you, get, you get a lot of blowback for this that I think for some of your dog opinions that I think I'm a dog owner and Tony is, too. But I think that you get some blowback for some of these opinions. That's not fair, because I think there are people that love dogs that are crazy about dogs. Yeah. And then there are probably people that really, really don't like dogs and are like afraid of dogs. You fall into this category of just it's just not your thing. Yeah. You don't have anything against dogs. You've been no. to my you're allergic, which is yes. which is a barrier anyway. But you've been to my house and been around my dogs and you've been perfectly pleasant that like you don't have a problem with dogs, even though you are not a dog person. Right. But you just see this and you you see so clearly what I also see is let the dogs do dog things. The yes. dogs don't need to do people things, just yes. ride in a stroller, get their nails painted. Tony and I were out to uh, lunch or breakfast once in the city. And we saw Tony, you remember we saw this guy in West loop, he was walking and the dog was walking next to him, carrying a, a bag, like a paper bag with food in it. And it's like, okay, great. Like, you know, look at me, look at me, whatever. Uh, dogs don't want to go in any, do any of these things that are non dog things. Dogs don't want to go to the airport and fly on planes. I can promise you that. I saw a dog take a giant. Uh, well, they d- it did what dogs do in the middle of the Fort Lauderdale airport once, and the owners were just like shocked. They just couldn't. Be- oh, they couldn't believe that uh, that Butch had done that. Not Butch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, that's that's one of the things. That's one of the things people always say when their dog. Misbehaves in any way? They're
3: like, oh, he never does that. <laughs> oh, he's somebody never done that before. Really? This is the maul first time. somebody. This <laughs> is a historic. event. Skin. I don't. I don't put. I don't put anything past my dogs. I don't. I don't trust my dogs. And my dogs are really <laughs> nice. My dogs. They. They haven't. They haven't bitten anybody's in their existence. But that don't mean they're not capable of it. There you go. No right. don't, I, they, have teeth, I, don't I, they?
4: I. I think. Um, Siegfried and Roy, did, uh, I think they don't
5: think they thought the tigers would chew their faces off. Russ, that had never happened. They had never done anything like that before.
4: Oh, but the, oh, I forgot they 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 weren't tigers before they got with until they did. Siegfried and Roy,
5: yeah. <laughs> I just don't. I don't. I'm not in with uh, dogs doing things that are not dog things. I I don't think that any dog wants to have its nails painted or. Have its fur dyed a different color. Like, I don't think the dogs want that. I think if they could Are talk, pro- which is every dog lover's dream, that the dog could talk to them, the dog would say, I'm not interested in this. Are you pro dog clothes too? Or anti no. dog clothes? No. I mean, if you were to tell me that your dog needed it because your dog, you know, is from a Tropical climate, or it doesn't have a lot of fur, and it's winter up here. So sometimes when you walk the dog, you put some kind of clothing on it. Fine, but no, I don't dress up dog my shoes. dog, and I don't, I don't approve of my wife and daughters dressing up the dog either.
3: Well, some of them have functional use, like uh, thunder, thunder vests or firework vests, um, for dogs with anxiety or just yeah, not fond of loud sounds. They got the vests, and then like on hot days. Uh, or really, really cold days, you got to protect the paw pads. You know, you got to put something. You know, if you're gonna go for a walk, got to put something over there. Yes,
4: I, I, I believe in those because, like, especially here in Chicago, you got salt down. You don't want it to burn through the dog's uh, paws. That I, I hear that that happens. Um, and or ice or whatever. Like, so I don't want the dog's paws to get messed up. But yeah, man, there it, it was just the the thing in the elevator today was just like it's it's. Come on, bro. Like, the dog has legs.
2: Dog has legs.
5: All right. Sometimes Russ and Tony and I basically have staff meetings on the air on our podcast. We basically just air it out. There's a lot of transparency between us and the listeners. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of times we have a conversation that's not even really, like, meant to be part of the show. And then afterward, we're like, put it in anyway. We're good. We can put that mm-hmm. in. And a lot of times it ends up being some frustration that I have with you. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, it's the frustration that Russ has with you. Mm-hmm. You are irreplaceable. Mm-hmm. You are what, what like, I was about to say what you do on the mic is irreplaceable. But as I say that, you're just going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's all you're contributing right now. <laughs> I'm just agreeing. There, there is not a, li- there are, there's not a line out the door of other people that can do what you do. And I recognize that, Talon. Also, you drive me nuts sometimes. Mm-hmm. And... In this scenario, you are in this segment that we're about to play for you guys. Somehow, you are offering as a defense of, of being unprepared. What if I'm illiterate? What if I don't know how to read? Did you ever ask if I don't know how to read? Which, like, why would anybody ask you that? And there's a whole comparison to, to Drumline. Like, you just have to listen to it.
4: As you guys, the listeners, know, Herb was on. When Tony was on his sabbatical, yes. uh, his PTO that we did not uh, approve upon his arrival at sports adjacent. You guys keep but calling
3: it PTO. I was still working.
5: <laughs> yeah. just, just half as much for the <laughs> <laughs> <Half, laughs> Hey guys, here's here's like this is the opposite of what happens in, in our business, us. They're always like, Hey, here's something new you can do. Here's something do a podcast, do this, do this, do TV appearances, you can do all this. And you're like, Oh, for more money? And they're like, No, 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 no. For the
2: same
5: same money. Tony's <laughs> like, "Hey, Tony comes at us with the opposite scheme of how about I do half the work but same money."
3: This is this is actually so, the Tony easier is... part. Like talking and and talking shop with you guys and having fun. That's the easy part. The harder part of the job is actually editing. So I, I focused and did the harder part of the job versus the. The harder part.
4: part of the job is me
5: writing these checks every month, Tony. If we <laughs> keep it a book <laughs> Tony, you understand that both parts of the job are supposed to be equally difficult, right? The only reason really? that this is so easy for you mm-hmm. is because you don't prepare at all. Oh, yeah. You you part. you do nothing. Like you don't actually produce. You don't plan the show. You don't plan segments. I do all of that. Russ does all of that. Mm-hmm. You. Guys you, do a very good job. Uh, you. When I send you when I send you something, mm-hmm. I I when you do these reading segments, for example, mm-hmm. hey, guess what, everybody, you can peek behind the curtain of these great reading segments that Tony's so proud of. I pick all of them, mm-hmm. every single one. Mm-hmm. Tony never selects any of it. That's right. I find it. I send it to him an email, and he practices it all day to make sure. It, no, he doesn't practice it at all. The first time that he reads it is right before he's got to do it. He's just—he's shocked that I've called on. Hey, can you read the uh, whatever the Tim Anderson quote that I, I sent you today? And Tony's just like fumbling through his mouth. Oh shoot, you know, right as the music's playing, getting ready to read it, and then and then you know, Tony, like at least half the time, does not. Let's just say doesn't read it as well as he reads his NBC Sports promos. Is that fair, Tony? Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, somehow I—I oh, my...
3: <laughs> I, I honestly think we should just start
4: writing half the checks
5: <laughs> until he turns it around. That that would no, for, him, for miss, think, Yeah, for Miss You know what we need? No, for not doing any
4: work.
3: What if what if what if I couldn't read? Or What if I read at like a fourth grade level? You'd be talking about
5: Tony, a At thirty years old,
4: if you can't at thir- read thir- at thirty, I don't really know what to
5: tell you, brother. What are you even throwing out there? What if I read at a fourth grade level? You're no, a, he, he said, what,
3: first, it's first, what if I can't read at all? <laughs>
5: so what, are you what, 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 what if
3: reading it? was a challenge for me? And I didn't want yeah, to admit it to not. my Yeah, but
5: it's not. Tony, what if I didn't have a voice? How would I do a podcast? Oh, yeah, that'd be really hard, but that's not the case. <laughs> yeah, if that was the case. What are you talking about have if you guys not read?
3: Have you guys ever asked me if I could read adequately? Why would I ask you that? Hey, you know? What? what? <laughs> Why would I ask you that?
4: Tony, you think you have fooled the score NBC Sports Chicago, us your friends that you love and care about, Revis High School, Robert Morris, everybody.
3: Yeah, that no longer exists. <laughs> Robert Morris does still exist. No, it doesn't. Not not the one in Chicago. <laughs> the that school baby. still <laughs> exists.
4: The Illinois Media
3: School. Like you just fooled everybody. Hey man. It's all a sham. It's all a big sham. What, what do they call those? Uh, actor? I'm an actor.
4: And you're a scammer. And you're a us out of our money.
2: scripts. To be honest, how often do you actually see anybody read? Like, actually see them read? You can assume because the point. of the job they do, you assume that they can't. No, it's hard to do it. It's actually not someone
4: read.
3: Herb speaking facts. No, Herb's just saying. Tony,
4: you have, you have a job where you have to read things.
3: I'm trying to. How often do I read? Tony, you
2: we literally do reads at NBC
3: Chicago. You're not freestyling
4: those like Hove on the your mic. You're, you're, I mean, you're reading those off of a sheet of paper or off a computer.
3: Look, no, yeah. I could just have like a, you know, remember when Nick Cannon on Drumline where they were like, "Oh man, how's he doing all this amazing stuff?" Like, oh, he can't read the music. <laughs> Wait a minute. Tony, that's a terrible... <laughs> he, that's a terrible because he lied. He remembered the he sounds. Couldn't he, remembered, he couldn't read music. He remembered the sounds. And, no! And, and, and he saw the patterns and then could do the job. Maybe... Tony, maybe. he was freestyling. No, maybe. that wasn't even the sheet music. No, no, he saw... No, no, no. In Drumline, Nick Cannon would watch somebody do... He was like, no, no, you do it first. He would watch them do the beat. Then he would... Uh, remember the beat exactly and then replicate it that's how he was able to survive as long as he did until he got found out that he couldn't read the music that's what happened that, yeah, but, that could be me
4: he was no he was a savant you you're tony
5: <laughs> what if i think part of your argument in that segment was like with the nick cannon thing if i'm following this right from Drumline, it's like What if I just kind of hear how other people read and can mimic it?
3: Yeah. Yeah. What if I got this insane talent of sound memory and I just look at people's lips and I hear what's coming out, yo, and I remember what it sounds like to read.
5: But you'd have to be able to see what they're reading. And And then what about... So you'd be matching up. This is so much harder than actually reading. You're matching up what each squiggle on that page Mm -hmm. with each sound that comes out of their... Sounds like a genius to me. Uh, speaking of geniuses, uh, you have had a major problem with the Bears head coach, Matt Eberflus. Big uh, problem. Big problem. Who you have never met. Never, not. And never. have almost no opinion of as a coach professionally. No, you just hate him.
3: Yeah, it's not. It's not professional. You know, no disrespect to his his profession. It's just personal. Okay.
5: And so we're going to play a very short segment for you here of when Tony first revealed this. And while you listen to this, him ranting about Matt Eberflues, let me just give you this one point of fact. He says this, Tony says this. This was recorded June 6th of 2022. Matt Eberflues had been the coach for five months. They hadn't even opened training camp yet. And Tony hits him with what you're about to hear.
3: I'm calling bullshit on uh, Matt Eberflus. Um, because he is, uh, yes, because he is a hypocrite and a liar. Uh, so, already? Oh, yeah. Jeez. Oh, yeah.
4: Pretty, pretty strong. In OTAs, Tom. Yeah. Pretty he's strong.
5: Liar in OTAs. Yes. He's had the job for a few months, hasn't coached a game yet. Why, mm-hmm. uh, what's your basis for this accusation, Tom?
3: So uh, if you don't know, uh, the Bears have been uh, reprimanded by the NFL for uh, what, having a, a padded practice when they weren't supposed to?
5: Having contact in practice. Contact practice. Uh, they, ended up, they, lost, uh, they had to have an OTA day scrubbed because of it. That was the penalty. So um, Matt
3: Eberflus, head coach, football guy, um, you require uh, a no-tolerance rule for fighting. Uh, You're going to clean up the mistakes of of, uh, the players in this organization. Uh, That players must follow the rules and be on time, as in the example made by Jalen Johnson, who was put on the second team. Um, But yet you didn't follow the rules, sir. You know the rules. You know what the NFL required, and you chose not to follow them. So uh, I'm calling bullshit on you, sir. Follow the rules. You want uh, your players to follow the rules? That's a great example there, sir. Head coach, leader. Captain, guy. So, yeah, get your, get, your, get your own house in order before you come sweeping around mine. huh? How about that? Get the beam out of your eye before you look at the speck in mine, my, my good sir. So, yeah, how am I supposed to follow a hypocrite? How am I supposed to follow a liar? Right? He's telling me to come on the town and, and, and follow the rules. Mm. And he didn't follow the rules. So and, and, and what, if, what, if, what if a player knew that they weren't supposed to be doing that? How are you supposed to tell your coach that? You're putting your players in a bad position where they know they weren't supposed to be doing it. And that's why you got snitched on. Nobody in that locker room trusts you. This is day one of the downfall of Matt oh, Eberflus. Oh, my God. Oh my <laughs> I, I knew, when he said a liar, I
4: knew
5: it was going to be an over-exaggeration, but he's taking it off the rails. He really hit the gas at the end of that one. Um, I, I, I agree with the premise of there is way too often a problem with coaches where they demand discipline and perfection out of their players and then do not show any of that or or often have lapses in that themselves. But, I, I Russ, we should have Tony go first in this season. We can just call bullshit on his bullshit the whole time. Because, yes, Tone, I kind of agree with the premise, but I'm calling bullshit on the fact that most of your rage is because Mm -hmm. you don't like this guy, and you didn't like him from the day his name came up. You've been against this guy for I don't know what reason. from the first time you ever
3: heard his name no like no i gave i gave you him hate a shot this guy. i gave him a shot when i heard his name and then he started no, talking didn't. and then he started talking and then i was like all right i'm going to head out
5: and and have you come back off that have you backed off of that no. position at all what or? has he shown us and they did go three and 14 last yeah. year Yeah,
3: well, he hasn't shown me anything that would ever change that opinion right now
5: it was not a bad three and 14 but it also wasn't a good three and 14 it was what <laughs> it wasn't good three and 14. it was what literally any coach would have done
3: i guess a bad three and 14 is getting the second pick instead a, of first a bad
5: pick. three and 14 is when you didn't like you didn't know you were going to be three and 14
3: mm, that's fair
5: Three and fourteen, kind of somewhat by design, because mm-hmm. you're you're getting everybody that makes any kind of money out of the building, is not the worst three and fourteen. But he didn't do any more or any less with that team last year than mm-hmm. any other coach would have done. It was just a, yeah,
3: I didn't a solid C. I I don't learn anything from him when I hear him talk. About he doesn't, it doesn't want you to. And it's like I can't if I can't learn from you and, and how you explain football stuff, and you're losing. It's like, what are we doing here? What are we doing here for? What do I have to listen to? You, you, you obviously don't know you what you're You'd rather
5: about. listen to what? You're 3 and 14. I mean, you don't learn anything when you listen to Bill Belichick either.
3: Yeah, but he wins. So okay. it was like, I got to give him a bit of edit out.
5: All right. Well, at 3 and 14, you probably haven't earned that. So
3: I'm giving him some space. You know, change my opinion if he can. Fluce.
5: <laughs> okay. All right. Let's talk about big pythons. And finally, Russ, uh, the Associated Press reports that biologists in Florida have trapped the heaviest Burmese python ever captured in the state. It is 18 feet long and 215 pounds. Who's it was attached to?
2: <laughs>
5: this was a female Burmese python. And and these are a big problem in Florida, in the Everglades, because this is an invasive species and uh, they do a lot of damage. It probably got into the ecosystem down there from someone having one as a pet and then releasing it into the sewers or whatever but uh, they trapped it using a scout snake. Russ. Now that is a male snake who would want to breed with the snake that they're chasing and they put a tracker on it and then they follow it and uh, well, the uh, the guy who led this effort, uh, Dr. Ian Bartozic explains this a lot better than
1: I can. And now...
3: Tony Gill reads. I don't know what happened to Tony Gill with glasses. I think he's on vacation mm-hmm. this week. No no glasses for you. Uh well Tony Gill with glasses is not here. Tony Gill is here. Uh, diff- okay. Yeah. Yeah. Different person. My bad. Yeah, I'm I'm in for Tony Gill with glasses this week. Um all right, Dr. Ian Bartozic on trapping a 250 pound Burmese python. How do you find the needle in the haystack? You could use a magnet. And in a similar way, our male scout snakes are attracted to the biggest females around. We knew he was there for a reason. And the team found with him the largest female
5: we have seen to date. There you go. That's science right there, Russ. That's how they are catching and this group, by the way. Has The Conservancy of Southwest Florida has removed over 1,000 Burmese pythons since it was formed in 2013. And it has found a lot of interesting things when they open up these snakes. It has found 24 different species of mammal inside these pythons, 47 species of bird, and two species of reptiles in their stomachs. This 18-foot, 215-pound snake, they found hooves in its stomach, indicating that its last meal had been a white-tailed deer. Which is 150, 150
3: pound animal. Man, we gotta stop playing around with the global warming. These animals coming back, yo. Dinosaurs coming back, fam. All
4: right.
5: You look frightened.
4: No, no, I'm, I'm just, all right. Um, I'm taking that in. Um, yo. The Python? So. <laughs>
5: If, going back to the Matt Eberflus conversation, who did you want to be the coach of the Bears? Uh
3: who,
5: who were you hoping for that you were so disappointed by?
3: Somebody less football-y? Like,
5: well, like someone like Elon Musk? Like someone that doesn't even work in football?
3: <laughs> just somebody less. Let's rah- just
5: let's hire a homeless man and just see what happens.
3: Yeah, somebody less rah-rah. Okay.
5: More. This is what we were trying to do. All right. Well. Next time around, maybe they'll put you on the hiring committee, Tone. Hopefully. I'm a black. I can hire minorities. Tony Gill is brought to you by Sheets and Giggles. Yep. You can go to sheetsgiggles.com S-A. And using that link, that's a special link only for our listeners, you get 23% off everything. That's a good discount. There's a lot of, you'll see sales here and there, like on different websites for different things. 23% is higher than you're usually going to get. That's a mm-hmm. good deal. And you can apply that on everything, even the mattress, which would be a huge saving. If you need a new mattress, Sheets and Giggles is the place to go.
3: Who's you getting, like yours, right? Who's getting 23% off on, on a mattress? Uh,
5: Sheets and Giggles, you can go there. You can go to sheetsgiggles.com slash S-A and get 23% off. That's a lot of 10 skis, as Tony, skis. Tony calls them. Um, and, uh, get, you know, get the sheet set. You can get, you can get other stuff on there, too. But the sheet set is perfect for summertime, silky smooth, 100% eucalyptus, and uh, it keeps you cool. Sports Jason is also brought to you by BetMGM. You can download the BetMGM app and get this deal with promo code ADJACENT1000. Your first bet gets paid back in free betting credits up to $1,000. So you go on there, you make your first bet with BetMGM, and let's say you bet $500. uh, Against the White Sox would be your typical bet, Tone. Money line. Right? You're not rooting against the the White Sox, but you... You, you see profit in betting against them, You bet $500 against the White Sox, and then they, you either uh, are right, as Tony often mm-hmm. is, and you win your money, or they surprise you. Sox win. And now what? Well, if you use promo code ADJACENT1000, BetMGM will pay you back $500 in free future betting credits. to go give it another shot on something else. Uh, just use promo code ADJACENT1000. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Another fun one, Tone. Ah uh, yes, another fun one.
3: Hey, you guys, you guys should really be thanking us for giving you this great content over the. I last don't know if I'd go that far. Years. Like I mean, this, this has been some really funny stuff. Like you've been listening, you've been listening in your car, chuckling it up, or on your way to your job. We're supposed to thank them whatever. for listening. You know, I mean,
5: thank you for listening,
3: but also thank us. You that know was the you,
5: least sincere thank you I've ever heard. You know,
3: you know how they can thank us? Give us five star
5: rating. And tell your friends. Well, that's reasonable, actually. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah, Okay. That's all. That's all. And hit up Sheets and Giggles. Hit up Sheets and Giggles. Yeah. And Batman All right, guys. We'll see
3: you next week. Thanks for listening to Sports Adjacent with Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey. Be sure to download, subscribe, and give the podcast five stars. You can check out the latest episode of Sports Adjacent on all digital streaming platforms.
2: I'm very much adjacent. For a couple hours, I thought I was hood. But then all that happened, I was like, you know what, James? You adjacent to the mother